following podcast contains adult language and isn't suitable for all audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. A bang bang. Bang 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 bang. Welcome. This is episode 172 of the Unpressable Defects podcast. As you can see, this podcast will continue in some kind of way. Now, I had like a few things planned for this week. I was going to do um, an outside stream um, where it was just me, and uh, I tried to do that earlier today. I tried to pre-plan it, but it didn't work because um, I just had no endurance. Like, I apparently can't walk and talk. So, uh, we'll see how this goes, and uh, it's great. I mean, I think it's a great day to do a podcast. We're also at 172. I think we're, what, one of the longest-running uh, comic book podcasts uh, that goes weekly. So, I mean, you can't can't get us wrong there. And, again, we're at one episode 172, so what's wrong there? I want to give a quick update, though, about the Patreon. Um, the, the last Patreon box has been sent out. Uh, it has these three books. Uh, what are they? Uh, some There's a Niagara Falls Comic-Con variant, uh, some kind of um, 97 first print variant, and then uh, a Dynamic Forces variant. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, but those have been shipped out, all of those, and uh, I will be shutting down the Patreon because uh, I just am tired of doing it. So the Patreon's getting shut down in a few days. Uh, which is pretty cool, but I will be sending out some kind of like email. I'm going to be doing some kind of email list, I assume, and uh, I don't know. I think that's going to be fun. I just think uh, that the future is just unwinding for the Unpressable Defects podcast. I mean, I still want to continue doing the weekly thing, and um, I, I don't know. I mean, I've just been having a really shitty week, um, and uh, I, I just don't. I just don't know, but we'll keep doing it. Um, until I guess I just physically can't uh, do it any longer. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm going to go through some news, I guess. Uh, I could go through some other stuff, too. I mean, this, uh, what was it, two nights? I was doing this whole celebrity uh, stalking thing, right, where, where I get uh, autographs. And um, uh, I guess it was two nights ago. And uh, I got a few good people. Like, I think we got, I got Eddie Murphy on some books. Um... Yeah, I got some like I like Ron Howard. I got some cool ones, but so I got Christian Bale on a book, uh, and this is when I went home and I decided not to do it anymore. And uh, why I'm really bummed out. I got Christian Bale on a book, and by the time I got the book uh, back in my hands, uh, this is what it what it looks like. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm actually really upset about that, and uh, a whole bunch of other things. So uh, that is what it is, but. Uh, be that as it may, I did uh, try to keep up with a bunch of comic stuff, and uh, I think the big news that came out mainly today is what's going on with Valiant uh, Comics. So, the big thing is that news came out today that Har Harbinger is uh, being developed as a film by Paramount Studios, which is big news because it was originally announced as a Sony film. And what was happening was DMG Studios purchased Valiant. And uh, DMG is that Chinese company that owns, they owe a bunch of money to a bunch of people and the Chinese government took, took part of it. But anyways, they purchased Valiant uh, to make these movies. So Bloodshot is supposed to be the first movie. And when Bloodshot was announced, they said that Harbinger was supposed to be the second movie. So they, and eventually they were gonna cross over in this Valiant movie universe. However, if, if Paramount owns the rights or is purchasing the rights and is doing their, their own thing with, uh, this series, that means that's dead in the water. So I think that means that the Bloodshot Vin Diesel film 
is probably going to be trash. And and we're going to find out how that goes. I don't know really what that means, but I I really think it's going to be it's going to be trash. And um we'll just see where that goes. It it doesn't seem uh it doesn't seem good because there's no way that they can cross over if if the two studios own it. You think Marvel uh like Valiant has no buying power, so there's no way that they can really negotiate this for, this from happening. So it's just, uh, I don't like it. Another thing that's happening, though, with Valiant is Dinesh, the former owner of Valiant Comics, and now he uh, he's the producer of the Bloodshot film. He simply tweeted out a picture of the 1995 Bloodshot 37 with the title Bloodshot 37 and then, and then two hashtags. Hashtag uh, Bloodshot movie. Hashtag Bloodshot 2020. So... I don't know what that means. Uh, I mean, people, I guess, are jumping on this book. It's, it's, you can't find it anywhere on eBay anymore. Most online marketplaces have, have completely zeroed out copies of this book. And on it is just uh, the book interior. What, what the story that it, it features is Bloodshot fights some zombies, and there's two characters uh, that he fights. So in the cover, he's in a coffin, and it's on in a graveyard. So what does that really mean? Does that have anything to do with the movie? I don't know. Is this some more pump and dump? I don't know. But all I know is people are really running towards this book. And I think that you might still be able to find copies in the wild. And uh, if that these Valiant fans are really jumping towards it, there might be some money you can make before the movie comes out. Because, again, I don't think this book has anything to do with the movie. I think the movie is going to be trash. But I do think Valiant fans are going to be trying to buy this Bloodshot 37 book simply based on this tweet that Dinesh sent out. Because, again, he's a producer on the film. Uh, other books that I think you should be looking for uh, are Invincible Iron Man 1. Uh, because, again, that Disney Plus TV show that everybody seems to be all hyped up about. Uh, that's what the first appearance of Doctor Doom as his uh, uh, ongoing series allegedly. I mean, it do that doesn't sound right, but I mean, apparently that's what people are going for. I'm okay with it. Another book that seems to be really being pushed up this week is the Batman Beyond Unlimited 2, because people are saying this is the first appearance of Lucius Fox. I don't know. I don't really care about Lucius Fox, but people are jumping on this character. They're saying what, that he's supposed to take over Batman, and, oh, the first black Batman. Uh, I don't really care. I, one, it's not the first black Batman. Um, two, I don't really care. Like, it's just, it seems like nonsense, but, uh, I mean, it's selling books. The first appearance of, uh, well, Batman Beyond a Universe 11, I think it, or no, 18 or 17 or whatever the, that Lucian Fox book is selling for what, 80 bucks. And now, now it's what, um, or sorry, Luke Fox. And now Batman Beyond Unlimited 2 is the book that people start jumping on. So it's, uh, it seems okay, but I mean, it is what it is. And then uh, the other big news that came out today was uh, for Hellstrom, the uh, Disney Plus series that everybody's working on. Um, Marduk, a.k.a. Satan, was announced, and his first appearance is Marvel, uh, yeah, Marvel Spotlight 13. And that's also the second appearance of the Son of Satan. So who knows what that really means. Um, I'm not too excited about that, but, I mean, it is what it is. And... Uh, I mean, I don't know. That That's just nonsense. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in comics this week um, that I'm just not really interested in. I'm not interested in, in like, a lot of this stuff, but uh, it is what it is. And I mean, Powers of X seems to still be be trucking along. It, it, all of those, uh, the all, I mean, it would be, it would have been smart, uh, I guess, after the second issue to pre-order tons of issues, uh, all of these issues, because they've all sold out, and um, they all seem to be doing really well. But, uh, I don't know. It just it just seems weird. 
And then what, Venom H, but again, the, uh, the, uh, what is it? The, uh, the wraparound cover seems to still be selling really well. So Powers of X4 seems, seems to be, I guess, or at least Powers of X and the House of X wraparound covers seem to be the books to buy, but who knows how, how long-term these books are going to hold, where they're going at. Maybe one and two will be good, but I mean, I don't know how long it's going to hold. And then again, what, Venom 18, that book sold well at the beginning and then it kind of spoked out. So I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, but in Venom 18, I guess, uh, who was it? Key Collector came out with an alert that said that Sleeper was dead or something. There was some kind of spoiler thing. And the, the big book is what, first, uh, Venom First Host 3 as the first appearance of Sleeper, and everybody seems to be jumping on that, so, I don't know, it just, it is what it is, uh, but, but, um, then what, it turned out in Venom 18 that Sleeper didn't die, so, I mean, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of hesitation about if you should sell your first appearance of, uh, Sleeper, I don't really think it matters, like, is this book ever going to hold value in, in two years, is anybody going to care about Sleeper, again, that's Venom First Host 3, I don't think so. And then what? We have these second print variants that everybody seems to be jumping on for Venom First Host 3. So I just don't know. I don't see these books lasting. I don't really know where we're going to go with them. I just, I'm just not really feeling them. But uh, it is what it is. But uh, I don't know. I feel like that's really it for, for comic spec and comic news this week. I just, I'm not feeling it. That's all I have. Like, I, I don't get it. I've been, um, I've been reading a lot though this week, believe it or not. I've been reading a lot of these Punisher war journals. And, uh, I guess one thing I didn't know and that I'll tell you is that, uh, I didn't realize that crack and smoking crack was such a prominent theme within the Punisher war journal, uh, storyline. It just seems so weird that like every other thing, it's like all these guys are smoking crack every time. So Punisher war journal 28 uh, I just, I, the Punisher is, starts, he goes out to dinner with some girl that he used to date, but he's not dating anymore. And she has a new boyfriend. And then it turns out he starts protecting the new boyfriend, like as a security guard. But then it turns out the new boyfriend is hooked on crack. It makes no sense. And then the Punisher kills him, obviously, because the Punisher hates crackheads. It's just the Punisher war journals books are amazing. And they're from the nineties and it's just, they're great. There aren't there aren't better books than those books, and they they you can buy them for a buck to five bucks uh, in high grade, and, and they're great reads. These are books that you should be picking up because they're fucking fantastic. And then again, one that I didn't I I followed this storyline: Punisher War Journal twenty five, twenty six, and twenty seven. Um, Punisher goes to Sicily, and he has a full thing of uh, he finds out that he. He goes and finds his family, and he finds out his family used to be in the mob, and he finds his uncle Rocco. So, I mean, I don't know. You just, it's weird. But again, I don't know. That's all I have for this week. I had nothing for this week. So that's that's it. I'm going to continue doing this podcast every week. Uh, maybe it'll get shorter. Maybe they'll get longer. I don't know. Um, next week, we're going to try something different again. I tried something different this week. I'll try something different next week. Um, but again, we got to keep the theme going of weekly podcasts. Um, because I'm not, uh, I'm not going to end this podcast and, uh, I just want to keep coming out with news. And again, yes, Garth Ennis is coming back with a new Punisher, uh, as Mark points out. And I think that's going to be pretty, pretty solid. I don't know if you guys saw the, uh, the immortal variant that for the Punisher book that came out last week. I think that was pretty rad this week. They released some more of those, uh, immortal variant covers. I mean, 
most of them have sold out at the retailer level, but a lot of them are trash. I mean, the Silver Surfer one is okay. The Moon Knight one is okay. The Daredevil one is amazing. But, I mean, the King Thor one is is trash. I mean, a lot of them are just are just gross. And I think what's happening right now is we're having, like, a push of the Wednesday Warrior Syndrome. And people are pushing books that aren't necessarily great books, but they think they can make money on them just because they sell out at retail or whatever. So it's just, I don't get it. Um, I don't even know why Marvel made those books. I think it's just another cash grab by Marvel. Because again, that's what, their homage variants of a second print, one in 25 variant. I just don't get it. And uh, I just don't like any of them. But who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with them? Um, but all I can say to you guys is you got to keep reading comics every week. You got to keep going to stores and buying comics. And you just got to keep following the market. Every day, things are changing. And, and sometimes they change for the better, but... It seems like things are changing for the worse. I don't understand why people are pushing uh, certain books. And again, I, I guess there's websites that are, what, like Cosmic uh, Comic News and We Got It Covered and uh, all these random podcasts that have now sprung up out of nowhere where they just push misinformation. And you have to ask yourself, what are the motives that these people have behind it? I just don't get it. And uh, I guess like one thing you're seeing a lot of today which I've mentioned a few weeks ago, and I um, here, and then it was also mentioned on Comic Book Wars, uh, another podcast I'm on with Nico and John, or Sleepy John, who are fantastic people. Uh, they actually know a lot more about what's going on with the comic market than I do, because obviously I know nothing. But my point is um, that it's just, I, I don't know. Uh, we mentioned it already on that podcast. I mentioned it here, and today people keep pushing this out. So I'll talk about it again. Today it was revealed that Star first appeared in Captain Marvel 1 in, from the first, not in, so that came out in 2018, uh, a book that sells for almost nothing. So I don't understand what the Star spec is. There's a bunch of villain spec. Um, they, they're okay books. I think a lot of the values have dropped on them. Um, I don't know if Captain Marvel 1 is a good book to be buying, but I notice a lot of people have seemed to be pushing it today. Um, these are books that you can find in the wild. You can find them online. They sell for almost nothing. Who knows where they're going to go? And again, there's a Captain Marvel porno that they're making now. And I mean, you see Co um, Cosmic Book News put out like five different articles on that this week. So it really shows you the intentions of some of these websites when they put out like articles about castings of like parody pornographies. These websites know nothing that's going on. And that brings up another point. There was news this week that Shia LaBeouf was going to be playing Moon Knight. That's not happening. Like, think that through. Think it through. It's not, like, the guy's crazy, and it's Disney. It's not happening. So I just I just don't see it. There's a lot of stuff. It just it doesn't happen. So, But these websites, all they want to do is they want you to click on their articles, and they make money just based on that. So they put out these fallacious titles, fallacious posts, Things that make absolutely no sense, and they try, and it moves the needle in the comic market. It's terrible, but it's because us as as uh, consumers are eating it up. We got to stop eating that stuff up because it's just garbage. But that's just that's just where we're at. That's just where the comic market is. Um, it just seems like a lot of people need to see people telling them what to do. That's why that's why Key Collector does so well right now. It has nothing bad about him, but that's because the comic market would rather hear from somebody else telling them what to buy, telling them, oh, this is a great book. And it's just like, 
I don't get it. I, I don't understand how some of these revenue models are set up for some of these things. I mean, I didn't understand. I think Key Collector is great. I thought that it was a subscription-based model. I didn't realize that he makes money whenever you click on the thing to go to eBay. Um, I, I didn't realize that he made a percentage off that. When I realized that, I really did question that. Um, but I also question that from a lot of different websites. I know a lot of websites have eBay links, and, and that's good for them. I just thought it was weird. I always think that's weird, though. And I, I still think that Key Collector puts out a great service. I don't agree with everything he puts out. Like, again, like I mentioned today with the with the sleeper thing, um, I think he got half of, half, like, people, he might have thought that it died or that sleeper died, and he didn't. So it, it just is what it is. Um, but I don't know. It's just us as consumers need to stop doing this, and we need to move over, and we need to change the way that we get information. We need to do it for – I can just tell you to research books for yourself and not do something that somebody else tells you to do. Because that's the only way you're ever going to get ahead, and that's the only way you're going to be able to follow the news. So, I don't know. That's just uh, I, I would say follow these websites, follow uh, these apps as a baseline, and then do your own work. Um, it, it's always going to work out better for you in in the long run, uh, rather than the sheep mentality that seems to be taking over everybody. But again, I, I really had nothing else to talk about this week. Um, so instead of just shitting on a bunch of people and uh, yeah, instead of shitting on people and just talking about nonsense, I, I think we're just going to do a, a really early podcast. And uh, again, I'm going to do this weekly. Uh, Unpressable defects. We're at what 172 today. Um, and I don't know, man. Uh, next next week we're going to try something completely different. I'll probably have a bunch of people on, or I won't have a bunch of people on. It will be garbage like this. So who knows? Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll uh, catch you next week.